How's it going everybody? Welcome back to the Haunted Cafe. Grab a drink and a comfy chair because we have a spooky tale to tell. Hey guys, it is part two of our slumber party. Thank you guys so much for coming back to the channel to check it out. Um, today we are going to be talking about the ritual to summon the man in the fields. Uh, this one to me is really creepy. Um, but you'll figure out why as soon as we get into it. Um, I figured this would be a really good Halloween episode or close to Halloween episode just because of the nature of the ritual. And I know that a lot of like teens like to do rituals during this time of year because like obviously everything is like extra spooky during this time. So like I said, why not talk about um, a ritual that actually gives me the creeps? And this one actually does really mess me up. But before we get into the story, let's talk about the drink. Um, today, I have salted caramel black tea. Um, this is by the company, company Bigelow. Um, it is so good. <laughs> um, the ingredients... Or black tea with natural flavors, rose hips, and chicory root. Basically, like the rose hips and the chicory root makes this tea taste exactly like caramel. And it is so good. So definitely go try and find it. Uh, there will be a link in the description box below. So let's get into the ritual. So according to the legend that's attached to this ritual... This ritual <laughs> was passed down throughout the centuries and it originates from the British Isles during, during the Middle Ages. Puritans believed that anyone who did this ritual were devil worshippers. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit, but like the people who actually did this knew the ritual was like kind of a way to protect your home and to protect your own safety. Um, they also knew that what they were playing with wasn't the devil. So let's get into the ritual itself and how to perform it. For this ritual, you have to be alone. So it can't be like a group party. It can just be you and you alone in your house. Um, you cannot have anyone else in your house or anywhere near your house. You have to be completely and utterly alone. But the thing is, you won't be alone soon. Someone else will come to visit you, which sounds creepy as hell. <laughs> so the first thing that you kind of need is a house with a decent-sized backyard. Um, it doesn't have to be massive, although I've read that this ritual works really well and, like, a lot better if you live out in the country or in, like, rural areas. Um, it works best if there's, like, huge fields around your house, like a farmhouse, um, or if you just have, like, a huge backyard. Um, the next thing you're going to need is a safe room. This room should have one exit, one entrance door, and that door should have a lock on it. It is preferred that this room is completely empty, but if you can't empty this room or just don't have like a handy dandy empty room with you, which I know I don't. Um, you can still use like your bedroom or maybe even a closet or something as long as this room has a lock. 
you will need a candle or a lantern. You can't for you can't use any form of electricity during this game, so no flashlights or telephones. Telephones, no cell phones. <laughs> Um, the next thing you are said to need is some kind of talisman. And what I mean by that is depending on your religion, you will need something to protect you. Um, Christians might grab a crucifix while pagans might grab like a deity statue or some sort of protection crystals. You know, just whatever you believe will keep you safe. Um, and the final thing that you will need is a watch. You have to make sure that you are closely playing, paying attention to the time, um, but you can't use your phone. So, it has to be like a battery watch, I think. <clears throat> so, this ritual has to end at midnight. Depending on your goal or what you want to come out of this ritual, you will need to start a certain amount of hours before midnight. I'm going to get into that, like, at the end of it, at the end of like this episode but for now just say that you start you have to start at least three hours before midnight um so to start the ritual you put your you have to put your talisman in your pocket and grab your candle have it lit and ready to go and you have to step outside into your backyard you have to turn away from your yard and face your house when you are ready repeat this phrase but who will scare the crows away? You have to repeat this seven times. After the seventh time, be very quiet and listen for a deep, scary voice. <laughs> it's like gravelly, you know, it's rough. Um, it might sound like it's coming from behind you or even in your head, but either way, you're going to hear that's not your biggest problem. And as soon as you hear this, Go inside, close the door, but whatever you do, do not look behind you. You can no longer look in your backyard for the rest of the night. Um, it is said that if you look out into your backyard at any point in time during this ritual, you messed up. Um, you need to rush into your safe room, lock the door, and grab your talisman. You better pray that some that you close... Uh, you better pray that you close everything in your safe room because if you haven't your the man in the fields can get in basically like we're gonna get into it but the whole premise of this ritual is to close like every single object in your whole house as a way of blocking out the man in the fields so if you don't lock or close or you know seal everything in your safe room and you accidentally look out into your backyard the man in the fields can come and get you. So that's scary. And also as a side note, um, before the ritual begins, um, if you don't hear anything when you're standing outside um, and you don't hear anything from like the man in the fields, um, it's said that you must leave your house and not return until 6 a.m. I'm not sure if the man in the fields is still in the area since you summoned him or if he's like in your house now or whatnot but it just says like leave because it's not uh, successful the ritual has failed um so if you are successful in summoning him the first thing you have to do is go into your safe room the whole premise of this ritual like i said is to close everything and anything that you possibly can 
um, in this room and in your whole house. Um, you have to close all of these objects so you don't leave an access point for the man in the fields to enter. So let's say your bedroom is your safe room. You have to close literally anything and everything in that room. Doors, drawers, book bags, books maybe even, you have to close it all. Close your laptop, honestly, because even the littlest things could be considered open. Um, you know that nail polish that has been on your shelf for like months and months on end? Uh, you now have to close that because it's magically open or unsealed. Um, for me, it's like crazy to think about what would be considered open or not. Uh, like there was one comment on the website that I saw asking if you needed to close like your internet tabs on your phone and like they were saying, yeah, you probably need to because it's considered open. And that blew my mind and now made me scared. <laughs> um, even things like jewelry boxes, water bottles, perfume or lotion bottles, they all need to be closed. The windows need to be closed too. Like there's just so much. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm in my bedroom right now and I'm just looking around and there are so many just like little things that would need to be closed in my bedroom and uh, I'm having a panic attack. So just imagine like if you're anywhere in your house, look around your room and be like, yeah, I'd have to close that. I'd have to close that. Like it's crazy. So after you think you are done, uh, basically closing anything and everything you possibly can in your safe room, you can go ahead and leave your safe objects, um, like your talisman in that room. You can take your candle and now go explore the rest of your house. You will notice that in each room, everything that can possibly be open is open. Uh, the whole house will just be one big game of, is that something that needs to be closed? Um, the answer most likely will be yes. Honestly, even though, like, I live in a really tiny apartment, this sounds like a huge challenge for me. Like, imagine a whole entire house, like, with multiple bedrooms and stuff like that. Like, because you even need to go into, like, your family's bedrooms, like, your sister or your mom and dad's bedroom and, like, close a bunch of stuff. Um, like in the kitchen, for example, all your seasoning jars will be open. The leftovers and the Tupperware containers in your fridge, they're all open. Even the small snack boxes in your pantry are open. Like, it sounds literally like an impossible task, honestly. But if you manage it, you could see, you could receive really great rewards. So, you know that part where I was saying that you are utterly alone, but not really? Well, as you are going through all of the stuff you own and closing everything, there will be a man lurking just out of sight watching you. Um, don't look at him, he's kind of shy, but he won't bother you. Just kind of think of him as a referee. He's just judging you and making sure that you are doing everything correctly. Um, but he's not there to hurt you. He's literally just a referee. Um, I guess maybe since, like, the man in the fields can't come in and look and watch you, he sends someone else to. Um, it's said that this man is kind of dressed like a farmer, too. Like, he's wearing overalls and stuff. So, it makes me wonder, like, what's actually going on. Because if you haven't figured it out yet, I think I'm going to get into it later on. But the man in the fields is a scarecrow. 
So if the referee is a farmer and the demon guy or whatever he is, is a scarecrow, like what happened? Um, anyway, so after you think that you've closed everything and it's just before midnight, you have to go into your safe room, lay down wherever and get comfy. Uh, the last thing that you need to close will be your eyes. Um, once you close them, do not open them again until the next morning. Try to sleep. Um, whatever you can do, just as long as you don't open your eyes. You're going to hear some shit, but just, you know, ignore it and keep your eyes closed. Um, if you wake up the next morning, congrats, you made it. If not, well, sorry about that. If you forget something, if you forget to close something before midnight or you happen to look out at your backyard, you are pretty much doomed. If you completely fail to fail this ritual and like completely fail, you know, like I said, you look out your backyard or you forget to leave close something or something like that, you will win at least a chance to meet the man in the fields. As I was saying, the man in the fields resembles, resembles a scarecrow. And as soon as you invite him to play, he will be appear in your backyard, strung up on wooden boards like a normal scarecrow. If every, if everything goes well, he should stay there. If not, he will climb down from his spot and slowly make his way to your, into your house. You have 60 seconds to make it into your safe room and lock the door. If everything is closed in there, you are safe, and all you will hear is yelling and scratching at the door. You will try to get in as much as possible, but he shouldn't be able to if everything is closed in your safe room. If not, if the littlest thing is open, he will come into your house, and he will get inside your safe room. And what you will lose is your head. Now, if everything goes to plan... You will wake up the next morning, and depending on how long you played the ritual determines on what your prize is. So if you start the ritual three hours before midnight, starting at 9pm, you and you manage to make it through like the whole thing, you will receive physical immunity. You will no longer get sick or injured for an entire year. It kind of makes me wonder what would happen if someone with, like, a serious illness, like, if they didn't did this, would they be cured? Like, at least for that year, would their, maybe not their symptoms go away, but maybe it'll just, like, remain the same. If you complete the ritual two hours before midnight, starting at 10 p.m., you will receive physical and financial safety. You will not get sick, and you will always have money. Not that you will be overly rich, but I guess it's more of like you'll always be able to pay your bills um, and do things with money that you possibly couldn't have done before. And the last prize, if you start one hour before midnight, starting at 11 p.m., um, you will receive com complete immunity for everything. No health problems, no money trouble, and no, like, any kind of trouble. Um... I, I even think it means, like, legal trouble, too. Um, my mind honestly kind of went to a dark place. And I was like, what if you robbed a bank or killed somebody? Does that give you complete immunity from that? Like, because what, what else would you need immunity for? You know what I mean? If you have good health, good money, I don't really know what 
complete immunity would mean except for like legal trouble and stuff like that like you can pretty much get away scot-free for you know from everything um and while most people would want complete immunity you have to remember one thing it is almost impossible to close down a whole house within an hour just take a minute and look around the room you're in notice all the small things that would need to be closed it's a lot in fact it's known that no one has ever been able to complete the ritual in under an hour it's literally impossible because like i said like i'm just like back to the kitchen you know what i mean like pots and pans that are open you have to close if you have to i don't even know but like you have to close your microwave close your fridge close all the cabinets um close your dishwasher you might even have to turn off stuff because technically it's on i like i don't (laughs) i don't know how far it actually goes but you know it's pretty crazy what all you would have you may have to close you know what i mean um so to to jump back to the beginning of the episode when we were discussing the origins, I said that the Puritans considered this ritual to be devil worshipping. I believe that would be because of like what you get from it. Um, you're basically bartering your life for uh, just a year's worth of protection. Um, is it worth it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is it worth risking your life for just a year's worth of safety? I guess for some people... It can can be considered worth it, you know, if you're really down on your luck or if you have major health issues and stuff like that, it could be worth it. But for someone that's just like, you know, just normal like Joe Snow, like me, for example, I wouldn't do this because it's not worth it to me. Like, I'm doing okay <laughs> enough in my life that I don't need, like, all this crazy immunity, you know what I mean? Like... Not to barter with somebody that, you know, you don't know what they are. Like, because we don't know if the man in the fields is some kind of demon or what kind of spirit he is. But either way, it's still creepy, you know. And it's not, me to me, it's not worth it. But maybe to other people it is. Um, and what I thought was, like, back in the Middle Ages, maybe it was, you know maybe it was considered easier to do and like more worth it to do because if you think about it like they definitely did not have as many belongings as we do nowadays um they had like maybe like you know kitchen cabinets and like the fridge and stuff like that but they didn't have like a whole closet worth of like book bags or something like that or purses that they'd have to go and close like you know, they had so many less belongings, but so much more worry in their daily lives that maybe it would have been worth challenging the man in the fields. But nowadays, I don't really know if it's worth doing this rich- ritual. There's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake for one year's worth of safety. You know, but that's just my opinion. Um. So, what do you guys think? Are any of you going to try this ritual on Halloween? Things always seem a lot more spookier on Halloween, like I was saying, when the veil between the worlds is at its thinnest. I know I'm not ever trying this ritual, (laughs) because honestly, uh, as I was researching this, I literally kept thinking of, like, the tiniest stuff that I would have to worry about closing. Like, 
we have a bag of zip or we have a box of ziploc baggies and all i kept thinking was would i have to go and close like all of those because depending on the pack if it's a brand new pack you're closing like 40 ziploc baggies or maybe even 100 if you get like the big box <laughs> like you know and like another thing was like what if someone has like huge like library connection collection would you have to close all of the books like that's how I was thinking and my mind went on like a downward spiral and I was like I don't know what what you would actually do for all this um you know because you have to think like DVD cases, CD cases, shampoo bottles, cleaning products, literally anything that can be considered open has to be closed. And honestly, like, I can't, I can't, like, comprehend that. That's too much for me. Um, if the task itself isn't as intimidating to you as it is to me, uh, the thing that freaks me out the most is, like, the man in the fields. Like, what kind of entity is he? It doesn't really describe what he is, just that he is, it's part of, like, pagan origins, which, you know, does that mean that it's, like, a god or something like that? Um, but if it is, what kind of entity gives out safety just because you locked him out of your house? You know what I mean? And who's the referee? Is he the last person to fail the game? Destined to be part of it over and over again, watching countless people escape the grasp of the man in the fields. Super spooky. Anyway, I want to know what you guys think about this ritual. Let me know if you plan on playing this this Halloween, and let me know if you make it, because I would be curious. I must say cuteous. Curious. I want to be curious, not cuteous. Let me know what you guys are planning on dressing up for Halloween as. I want to know down in the comments below. You make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and follow us on Spotify. Also, check out any other place you get podcasts. Um, thanks for listening, and see you next time for part three of the Slumber Party.